Now it's time for an edition of Senior Moments. You're listening to Senior Moments on CFISFM 93.1. I'm Bob Dory, and I'm here today to, with uh, Sharon Hurd, John Greco, and uh, Cliff Dazell as our special guest. Hi, Cliff. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you doing? Very well. Great. We'll get back to you in a few minutes. And Sharon, how are you today? Cold. Yeah, it's cold out, isn't it? It definitely is. Right. John? Yes, uh, thank you, uh, Bob. Uh, I, uh, I'm just going to run the uh, what's going on at the Legion. Uh, that's about the only thing I've got, and that is uh, we have a band, uh, we have uh, Rex Daly and uh, um, which it's a playing at the band at the uh, Legion this weekend, this Friday and Saturday. So please do come out, and I know it's a cold out there, but wrap up yourself nice and warm. There's a big uh, birthday party going on down there, so please do show up. And uh, that's about it. I've got uh, nothing else except the, uh, like I said, I was uh, uh, spoken to by a lady that wanted the council senior thought that it was a place service. We do have volunteers. So all you have to do is phone in, and they try. They will try to get you a volunteer. Well, they'll give you a phone number of a volunteer. That's to shovel snow, right? That's to shovel snow yeah. and cut the grass in the spring, whenever. Okay, that Thank you. and that's about it. That's about all for That's it? Okay, for thank me. you. Um, Sharon, last week we started by uh, doing some background. We did John, and how about we do a little bit on your background? I know we only have half an hour, but... <laughs> yes, I have a very long resume. Um, yeah, we were going to talk about where we, what we've done in the past and where we came from, and, and because it's so cold today, I remembered when I worked at Dunkley Lumber, and uh, I worked there for about eight years as account rec receivable clerk. And at lunchtime, we would sit together with some of the old guys that worked in the bush and still drove logging truck. And I would ask them questions about how they got the vehicles and the machinery started in the winter when there's no plug-ins. So they told me about some kind of heaters that you lit and shoved underneath oil pans and it all sounded pretty scary to me that you know there's gasoline there's oil there's all this kind of stuff and then a few years ago when we had a cold spell like this and I was driving an 87 Toyota that wouldn't start <laughs> and um, you know I live way out in the bush and so I do have electricity but it wouldn't even even plugged in it wouldn't start I remembered even though I had a BCAA card, I never thought of using that. I uh, remembered my discussions at lunchtime with some of those old timers. And uh, I went and I got a bucket full of coals out of the wood stove and I put it underneath the oil pan of my truck. And when the truck started smoking, I thought it was ready. You know, sort of like the oven. And so I got into my truck, and it started. Yeah, it I couldn't started, believe yeah. it started. And uh, I didn't b blow it up or burn anything, but I don't know why it was smoking. I think it was too close to the pan. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little overdone. Um, I think they used to call those tiger torches in the bush in the old days, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. They, we, 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 I can remember working for uh, Carrier Lumbers hauling uh, timber uh, logs from the, uh, 
the landing to uh, wherever, and uh, sometimes we had to use these type of torches yeah. to yeah. start. We it also works. used the uh, FOS diesel, uh, which they were. We had to. We used to have a can of diesel that you'd spray before you would uh, used to spray it into the carburetor, into the jets, or whatever. This sounds pretty uh, dangerous, doesn't it? I know. It? Yeah. Thing blows up. And <laughs> no, it's uh, it's it's just used to spray it. Oh yeah. And uh, it it worked. So this okay. morning I got up and and my water's frozen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it, it was cold this morning, wasn't it? Very much. So how cold was it, Bob? Well, you know, it was so cold this morning that uh, dogs were sticking to fire hydrants. <laughs> Don't play me. I got that off the internet. <laughs> so my background, I guess we could talk a little, a little bit. Uh, since I retired in, uh, when the hanging was that, about 15 years ago, I started getting involved in some uh, volunteer activities around Prince George. One of the first ones was teaching a beginner's computer class at, uh, at the Council of Seniors. Yes. And I enjoyed that. and found that the uh, Council of Seniors was a great organization and got more involved and then I think Helen Domshi recruited you and I to be on the board of directors and we went from there. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, did my two years as president and then became past president. Sharon's been there for I think 12 years now and she's still not showing any signs of retiring but you know what can you do? <laughs> well I, the money's good. <laughs> the money's good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, got a, I got an email from Bab Christensen today. Great. You want Excellent. me to read it? Sure. Let me just mention who Bev is. Yeah. Bev, uh, Bev was the president of Council Seniors after I stepped down, and then Sharon took over from Bev. So the three of us were kind of like the three musketeers, and we had some hard times in the beginning, and we just basically kept the place going because we were too stubborn to let it die, you know? Yeah. And then she went and ran away, right? F met a guy and fell in love, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and she's 80 now, <laughs> and so is he. So it's never over, right? But Yogi Bear says. So from Bev today, I have an email, and she said, I had my total hip replacement surgery on Jam 4th two weeks ago today and was home after three nights. Quite a trial for Keith, who cares for me. Uh, she went through a whole bunch here, but she says her arthritic pain is gone, even though she's got the pain from the surgery. But she can't sleep in a bed because she has to move around so she's sleeping in a chair and then Keith went and fell and hurt his hip the other day and she said oh my god I cannot drive for six weeks hmm. because my right leg is too weak I have to rely on it for breaking the vehicle so Keith has to drive to see the doctor himself got an x-ray no breakage on his hip but he's very sore she said so here we are two 80 year olds one of us on crutches and me with a walker taking care of each other. That's something, isn't it? That's really something. You know, uh, I know about sleeping in a chair when I had lung surgery a few years ago. I slept in, slept in a chair for about three months before I could lie down again. So. Oh, uh, we'll when you talk about lung surgery, how's your daughter doing? I'll talk about that in a few minutes. Okay, I'd just like good. to say to Bev and Keith to hang in there and they'll, hopefully they'll get better soon, eh? Well, you know, it'll either make it or break it, right? <laughs> yeah, so to speak, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is our second show. Despite the fact that we did our first show, they brought us back. I don't understand that. Well, we have fans. Do you yeah, know that? Yeah. 
So I had my, my teeth tightened and my tongue vulcanized, so I should be able to do a little better today. Did it cost very much? No, it was free. You know, oh, was, good. Some of the perks, we're going to talk about that next week of being a senior, right? Right. So I, I'd like to mention our call-in number, too. It's 250-645-2347. So if anybody's out there, please call in and talk to us about your seniors' issues or any other things. We like jokes. Oh, tell us um, the Lone Ranger's horse's name. Oh, the Lone Ranger's horse's name was... No, no, okay. they can phone in and tell us. <laughs> I got a trivia question for later, too. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Lou Ellerton was here last week, and she started out uh, a thing that maybe we should do every week. It's called, she, she did a shout-out. Yes. So, um, I'm thinking that we've become a, a national program here, Reg, because uh, my sister-in-law, Suzanne Brown, who lives in Ottawa, listened to us on the uh, on the internet, and she had a good time listening to us, so... Thanks for listening, Suzanne, and keep doing it. Yes. So I think we could claim that we're a national national radio show now. We have one listener in Ottawa. Isn't it the Prime Minister? No. Oh. No, I don't want to, I don't want him to listen to us. <laughs> anyhow, another shout out to the president of the North Central Seniors Association, Sandy Lucas, who's home from the hospital after a, right on. a heart attack or two, and hopefully she's getting better as well. Mm-hmm. My last shout-out to my own daughter, Michelle. She's in the hospital here in town at the University Hospital. She's got lung problems, just like her dad, eh? You know? And she quit smoking last Thursday after we took her to the emergency. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're doing some checking of investigation of fluid around her lungs and whatnot. But I would just like to say, too, about the hospital, that the, the staff in the emergency unit, and the doctors, the nurses, the technicians are all great, you know. Mm-hmm. They took such good care of her. And then when she went upstairs, more, more of the same. Everybody's really great, you know. So That's nice. I'd like to say to the Liberal government, you know, get behind your people. You've got them, yeah. and they're great. So quit putting uh, roadblocks in their way and, uh, and get behind them. Anyhow, that's my uh, political soapbox, uh, today. soapbox for today, yeah. <laughs> I do have a couple of announcements, John. I'm sorry I got them at the last minute. Uh, January 23rd, North Central Seniors Association is going to have an open house from 10 until noon. And we're located at um, 5401 DeMano Boulevard, which is right across the street from Savon Foods in College Heights. So we'll have a photography club meeting going there. We'll have some card players and uh, tour and, of course, some refreshments. Eh? And while I'm talking about them, they're having a crib tournament on February the 13th in conjunction with Snow Days, so I'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, and, geez, i got a whole bunch of people phoning me with ideas about what to talk about, so I'm not going to run short on anything. The Federal Superannuance National Association, and I'll trans- that, translate that into English for you, that's retired federal government workers. I have, I have a branch here in town and uh, about 300 members, as I understand. We're going to maybe have Jim uh, Ellerton, the president, on a little later on in the show, on um, one of our shows. Mm-hmm. And they have a general meeting on February the 9th at the uh, Prince George Golf and Curtain Club. For, uh, at, uh, the meeting starts at 10.30, lunch afterwards, and lunch is only $5, so that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good deal. Well, you know, I was thinking about this cold weather and, and you know, being older you kind of have some good ways to survive, right? Mm-hmm. And last year when we had that cold spell, it was around Christmas and New Year's, I think, and everything froze up, including my sewer. 
And I thought, okay, so how am I going to handle this? You know, I thought maybe I could go outside in the snow, but the do- dogs might roll in it. So <laughs> I thought I needed to find another way to to uh, look after myself. And I didn't want to go into uh, the motel because I got the animals to look after. So I looked in the yellow pages and I ordered a porta potty. And there I was, New Year's Eve, 40 below, with a headlamp on, sitting out in the outdoor privy, reading the National Enquirer, stuck to the toilet seat. <laughs> Did you have to sit there till spring? Or what? I nearly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, that elevated the level of the conversation here quite a bit, didn't it? Well, it's just about <laughs> how we can survive yeah. at our age. Uh, g- getting back to the, uh, the uh, advertising, I did phone all the seniors and... Uh, they didn't have any, well, the North uh, Senior there up on College nobody was there to answer yeah. the phone. So. Yeah. Well, but Sandy's I, been sick, and nice. we haven't got a new president elect uh, appointed yet, so basically I'm bringing stuff with me when I come. I also phoned the Rainbow uh, Senior Center, and I asked them they had nothing going on, I guess, and all, as so well as the Heart Pioneer Center. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody Nobody's cares. going on. Nobody, Nobody cares, right? Cares. Yeah. It's too cold. So, but I did tell this lady to turn the radio on at one o'clock. Good. And if uh, and I also made some announcements uh, at last Thursday at the uh, senior center at the Tenth um, Avenue, and I did that at the Heart Pioneer Center for the seniors to that we did have a radio show and okay. for them to phone in and if they have any pro- any concerns or Good. any questions. Phone's not ringing off the hook, though, John. So maybe we'll uh, <laughs> I- we'll introduce uh, our special guest again, mm-hmm. who is Cliff Dizel, and Cliff is here to talk about fitness and exercise for seniors. So, how about introducing yourself, uh, Cliff? Please. Sure. Uh, we moved to Prince George in 1946. My dad was in construction as well as politics. Um, I grew up here, went to university, came back originally as a retail pharmacist. Uh, went to work at the hospital as uh, director of pharmacy, um, latterly in administration. So I worked at the hospital for 33 and a half years and retired from that in '94. Uh, I was a school trustee for four years and a city councilor for 19. So, and currently I work uh, part time at one of the law firms in town and do a little bit of consulting off and on. So, at any um, age, it's not mm-hmm. only possible; it's desirable to continue to work. Mm-hmm. And retirement isn't about doing nothing, is it? Uh, retirement is another word for work, it seems to me. <laughs> yeah, me diff- too. It's a different I, kind of work, that's all. Yeah, you get to choose what you want to do, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. So, uh, we're going to talk about fitness and seniors? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, we're going to have a break first, and we'll be right back. My name is John Bell, host of The Storytellers, every Monday night at 7 p.m. Note, the show is called The Storytellers. It's not limited to published authors and poets. If you have a story to tell, even if you've never written anything since school days, jot it down and we'll be pleased to air it. Contact us at our email address, cfisfm at yahoo.ca, or by phone at 250-563-CFIS. That's 563 
2347. Once again this season, the Canadian Ski Council is offering the Snowpass program for children in grades 4 and 5. It's the 15th anniversary of Snowpass, introducing youngsters to the excitement of hitting the winter slopes. For more information or applications, visit www.snowpass.ca. Applications are also available from grade 4 and 5 teachers and at Sport Mart and Sport Check. The Canadian Ski Council Snowpass. Get outside, get active, and save this season. The next early bird draw for the 30th anniversary edition of the Spruce Kings Show Home Lottery is February 19th. Purchase your ticket today for a chance at a Mexican Riviera cruise for two, plus two more great getaway prizes and this year's lottery house valued at $365,000. Tickets are available at various retailers around town as well as at the show home in the Aberdeen Glen subdivision between 10 and 6 daily. The Spruce Kings Show Home Lottery. Purchasers must be 19 or older. Know your limit. Play within it. DC Gaming License number 37534. Forecast from Environment Canada for today, sunny, a high of minus 27. Tonight, clear, increasing cloudiness before morning, a low of minus 37. On Thursday, clearing in the morning, and a high again of minus 27. Hi again, we're back with uh, Senior Moments, and as we were talking to Cliff Dizel before the break, uh, Cliff is going to uh, give us some information on, uh, on seniors and fitness. Thank you. Um, I am the chair of the Board of Directors of the Northern Sports Centre, so I'm going to talk a bit about their programming, but it's not specific necessarily to them. Fitness and seniors uh, is an important topic, uh, but seniors can get fit in any number of places, the family Y, private gyms, lots of programs, probably the Prince George Council of Seniors can give information and advice about that. But it's clear that, that fitness and quality of life are, are interrelated. Uh, we're seeing with this generation and the boomers in particular uh, that people are not only living longer but they're living in better health. Exercise, whether it's medium or, ex or extreme exercise, is really important. First thing for a senior to do, of course, is to check with the doctor to make sure there aren't medical reasons why they shouldn't exercise. Good idea. But Given that they can exercise, and whether it's simply walking around a track or whether it's something more, more intensive, at the Northern Sports Center we have three different programs that might be suitable for people who are 55 or older. One is called Staying Healthy, Staying Strong. The second one is called Boomer Fit. Mm -hmm. And then if you're really into dance, there's something called Zumba. Mm -hmm. um, so there are, at all of the accredited fitness facilities in town there are certified trainers people who are qualified and skilled in assessing what your needs are designing programs for you whether it's an individual program or a program in a small group or a program in a larger group right. uh, and what we're seeing at the Northern Sports Center is that the numbers of people in general are increasing month after month year after year uh, but seniors are becoming more and more a larger chunk of our membership so we're really happy about that, of course. Of course, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, but we are seeing, I think, in general across the country, but particularly in, in British Columbia, seniors are taking more charge of their fitness and more charge of their health. Mm -hmm. So not only are they more knowledgeable of what their health needs are, but they're taking advantage of all the facilities and all the programs that are around. And John, or Cliff, I'm sorry to interrupt, but... The, the facility at UNBC is, is second to none, isn't it? You talk it's a, a wonderful facility. Talk yes. a little bit about what they have. Yeah. There. Well, uh, one of the um, 
in fact, probably the significant disadvantage that UNBC had in the early days was that it did not have good recreational and athletic facilities. Mm -hmm. And we heard that, the university heard that from any number of students who would say, we'd love to come here for an ac academic point of view, but I'm really into intramural sports or into more um, uh, a higher level of sports and you simply don't have the facility. So an organization in town uh, approached the provincial government, got the funding for it, and we built a Northern Sports Center. It has uh, two field houses, it has basketball, it has badminton, several exercise rooms, it has a wonderful track on the mezzanine. Um, if you go there any time of the day or night, you'll see many people of all ages walking, jogging, and mm -hmm. running. Um, it's uh, used extensively by the university, but also extensively by the community. It is a community facility. It's not just a university facility. We have uh, currently somewhere more than 1,300 members. Wow. Every year, the membership increases dramatically. Uh, it is... Uh, I hesitate to use, use the word subsidized, but it is funded partially by the university and partially by the city. And what that does is give the university and the city the ability to, to use the facility and to subsidize some of the community groups that belong to those organizations. Uh, right. So it's a wonderful facility. And I have to say that uh, not only did we build it on time, we built it on budget. So. Uh, very good. <laughs> That's a refrain we're hearing a few places these days. But some of the things aren't on budget, are they? <laughs> Is there a pool there, Cliff? No. No, no pool? Uh, no pool. Um, it's certainly not in the intermediate uh, plan. Mm -hmm. It will be something that will be looked at at the short term, but uh, sorry, at the longer term. But the city has, with the aquatic center in mm -hmm. particular, has a pretty good facility already. Right. Yes. And pools really are a way in, in which you can pour a lot of money um, mm -hmm. without much, you know. I think the aquatic center is the, is the city facility that is subsidized the most. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's more likely we would go into, um, I think, um, ice surfaces than a pool. But the board's not decided either mm -hmm. one and, mm -hmm. uh, currently anyway. So maybe you, would you like to uh, give us a little bit of uh, information about those three programs you mentioned, what they're about? Sure. Uh, staying healthy, staying strong. It's a low-impact class. Uh, it's got cardio and strength training. Uh, it's designed to increase strength and mobility, so perfect for seniors. Um, improve posture and help combat osteoporosis as well. The Boomer mm -hmm. Fit is led by a kinesiologist and an exercise physiologist. Um, again, the same kind of, uh, of object. Um, it's, the program is designed to fit both your age and your uh, physical uh, capacity. Um, and in this, this one in particular, the, uh, the trainers are, are looking at uh, medical issues, if there are any, physical issues, mobility right. issues. Uh, the Zumba, you have to be, I think, probably in a little better shape, and there's a lot of really interesting exercise combined with dance movement. I think I've heard of that before. Yeah, yeah. it's become very popular in North America. Right. So each of these three programs uh, can be tailored depending on the physical needs and the physical capacity of the individual. I think we had a question while you were talking, Cliff. Uh, are there a lot of programs for seniors with mobility issues? We have... Uh, uh, the short answer is yes, the trainers can design. Uh, okay. If the senior goes up there um, and describes what they want or just 
indicates that they want some kind of uh, exercise program, then our trainers can design it. Okay, I'd just like to say one quick thing that the North Central Seniors Association has uh, uh, armchair exercises every other Wednesday, so you could get in touch with them too if you have mobility issues. Anyhow, you're listening to Senior Moments on CFIS-FM. And we are going for a break, or what are we doing? No? No breaks. No breaks. <laughs> no, no. Sharon, this is the Sharon, We have a choke of the day, or? Yeah. Um, yeah. I do have a, a thing I got on today on email. It's Seniors Advocacy and Information Line. And it's one eight six six four three seven nineteen forty for people who may need some legal advice that are seniors. Right. And you mentioned earlier in the show that you were going to do a trivia question. What was the question again? Well, what was the name of uh, the Lone Ranger's horse? Yeah. yeah. Do, we, do we have an answer to that? I don't think so. Well, do you want me to give an answer? Okay, Silver. why not? Silver. <laughs> Silver. Silver. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, I have, uh, I have one for next week. We'll, uh, we'll leave this one for uh, the answer for next week. Um, what uh, what hockey team first won the Stanley Cup and in what year? So, what was, it, what was the name of Tonto's horse? <laughs> Tonto's horse was Scout. Yeah, oh, geez, <laughs> something. <laughs> Tonto's horse was. Is scout. there any, uh, anything to do? With, like, put a joke over there, or yeah. So, um, there's a. A, w a wonderful program coming up in March. It's Tuesday, March 27th, March 28th. It's called Aging and Quality of Life for Adults with an Intellectual Disability. Right. And just get a hold of us at Prince George Council of Seniors to find out more information about registering for this two-day seminar. Okay. Maybe we could talk about Cold Snap a little bit because it's so cold out. Mm -hmm. uh, cold Snap Musical Music Festival starts this weekend. And uh, I noticed there was uh, an ad for all the acts in the uh, Prince George Citizen this morning. So if you're into music, check that out. And you can also go to uh, coalsnapfestival.com. Mm -hmm. um, they're uh, on the web. And they're, uh, they're starting to advertise the shows, I believe, start the first one is Friday night. Mm -hmm. So. And remember, Elder Citizens is putting on uh, oh, Seniors Got Talent. That's right. That's yeah. February seventh. The yeah. first, the first yeah. week in February, yeah. I think. Yeah. I, I'm trying to find out how many people are entering because if there's not a lot, I might enter because I might win. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, it's uh, the talent that they're looking for is singers. Yes. Yeah, they're yeah. not looking for dancers or anything else. They're looking for singers. Well, the 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 talent show that they put on, don't they? They also look for stand-up comedian as well. They they, they have that. I don't know, John, but this particular one is uh, is strictly singers. Oh, I Because I was going to go down there and play the drums, but they turned me down. <laughs> <and> I, <laughs> I can't play the drums. Anyways, you know. So, oh, we should talk about this radio station. Um, this is a community radio station, which is support or started by a foundation, and Reg can correct me if I'm wrong, but the uh, the foundation started about... Oh, wait, ten years ago, Reg and I were still working at London Drugs. Sorry, seven years. 
and uh, he got the idea that he wanted to get a community radio station. He worked on it really hard, and uh, and it came to life. Now, uh, they've just applied for a, a permanent license, which means they can raise the wattage from uh, 5 watts, which means we can't hear the radio station all over Prince George, to 600 watts, which will mean exactly that, that wherever you are in Prince George, you'll be able to listen to I don't know if that's something to... Well, you don't Something to look to, forward to or not. You don't have to drive over to catch the station. You can stay at home now. Yeah, that's right. You don't yeah. have to sit in your car when it's 40 below zero. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, $10 is the cost of a membership, and it can be purchased at uh, Studio 2880 Artisan Gift Shop, which is uh, in the same building as, this, as the radio station. So uh, come on down here and get a membership. I, I have to confess that I had let my membership last, but I gave Reg $10 today, and uh, and uh, he reinstated me like a good guy. Well, organizations can join too, can they not? Yeah, anybody. But well, that's a, that's a organization. It's $100, $100, yeah. uh, yeah. and your, your business not gets uh, uh, advertised on the air as well. Okay, so we need to thank Cliff for coming and, and filling Thanks, us in. Thank you, Cliff. Thank you, Cliff. And next week's show. Thank you, Bob. Oh, I'm a, oh thank you, Sharon. <laughs> oh, good night, John Boy. Uh, <laughs> next week we're going to have uh, Lois Boone and Mary Jarbeck, like I said before. So I think one of the most interesting things they'll be talking about is perks uh, for people who've turned 65, freebies.